Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Oh, it's finally a beautiful, sunny, crisp. I guess it's kind of crisp. I hear. I guess it's kind of cold. I guess it's kind of chilly outside. But the sun is finally shining. We have full sun here in Southern California. It's amazing after so much rain. And it looks like we're going to be dry for a little while. They're saying two weeks. So, you know, I'm here for it. If it's happening, I'm here for it uh hi everybody hello 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 and welcome and welcome to the show i hope that you're all i hope that my dulcet tones find you well wherever you are sitting on whatever treadmill you are treading um i don't know i don't know how how and when folks listen to pods but i hope that when you're listening to this one you're finding yourself in a good place because I I am. You know, I am. I've 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 been thinking about this and I have been thinking about it because it's like a brand new year, you know, we're all like focusing on our shit, trying to get our shit together, trying to do our shit. And I think, I think, I feel, I feel like things are good. I feel like things are really good. So I'm being positive. And uh, it's been, it's been nice to be able to uh, be happy where you are. So that way you could pay attention to all the useless stuff that's happening around you in the world. Which is what I love to do. Um, uh, what's happening? What is happening these days? Um, well, so I know I don't I don't make any any qualms or any excuses that I have uh, I have become a woman woman of a certain age. You know what I mean? Like 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 I've reached the age where. Things that you knew once back in the day, um, you know, things that you things things that you grew up on, things that you know were in your life as a child, and you know, things that you're like, "Fuck yes, that was so awesome." Ultimately, ends up becoming vintage. Now I think about this. I think about this because I was like, I was like, you know, I remember like kind of like judging my mother a little bit because my mother was someone who, well, I'm gonna stuck to the classics, but you know, for her, it wasn't classics. It was like her shit. It was the shit that she grew up on. It was the music that she had moments with. You know, it was, it was the, it was, you know, the, the artists that, that spoke to her at the said time. And that's what she wanted to listen to. Now, 
I've mentioned on this show, I know ages ago that like, like I've come to the conclusion that that is now me. Like I like to listen to shit that's from the nineties um, or maybe even the, the early aughts, you know what I mean? Um, and I kind of realized how grumpy uh, older folks could have got because we were like, oh, your shit is vintage. Your shit is vintage. Nobody wants to become vintage. This is what I this is what I'm realizing. Nobody wants to become vintage. That is not our goal in life, is to become vintage. However, it seems that the 90s are making a comeback. Like Xennials, Xennials are are channeling their inner Xers, you know, we have a bunch of, we have a bunch of like uh, young kids who want to be like, you know, late fucking, or, you know, young Gen Xers or old millennials, because that is, I mean, truly, truly, that was the best time to be alive. Let, let me, I mean, I speak on this regularly, just as a queer person who grew up in the 90s. I feel like the queer community was way more progressive and open and accepting back then in the 90s. Like I say it all the time, we did the gay proms. The proms, the gay proms are what we made interesting. You know what I mean? Like I remember queer based functions that we put together as queer youths because that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to be visible and queer and aware. So I, I mean, I remember the 90s uh, uh, as a really positive, time to grow up queer but also it's just so interesting to now suddenly be like oh now oh look at all these fucking um uh uh fat uh pants that we wore back when we were ravers those are back and now i hear that oh what is back but the flip phone the flip phone is back and now they want to be they want to be uh, so bad they were like we want to disconnect the the the, the zennials want to disconnect they don't want to be so connected to the internet and i get it and i get it and here but but like here's the thing it's like it's like they 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 get nostalgic for the grainy photos they're like here's the thing those were fucking growing pains that we had to deal with we were very aware of the graininess of those photos. And we just, we took photos just because we knew it looked, it resembled the shape of what you were pointing it at. But those were growing pains. And you're all nostalgic for it. You're like, oh, we love the grainy photos. You fucking, you fucking brats. Because we got those grainy ass photos. Now you have photos, shit that where you can like just remove people from photos. Like, but you want to go, like, here's the thing. I'm all for being not connected to the internet and whatnot. Uh, but like, you know, don't pretend like, don't pretend like that was a good time and kept for catching memories. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't, nary a good photo. That's why like, we liked it because we had the, like the little digital photos. We know when it was separate. When it was still separate. Sometimes things can be separate. But I am all for disconnecting because here's the thing, you know, listen, guys. I make no secret that 
I am a fan of the TikTok. All right. I make no secret that TikTok is something that I like to go to. Um, but but I'm all for some disconnection. And I think it is time because here is what here is the power and the strength of the algorithm that TikTok does, that China does. This is how China is gonna is is so much better than we are. Like So like I stumbled onto like the witch talk, right? You know, the witch talk or the crow talk or raven talk, you know, like, and then that, you know, conveniently started like feeding me like, you know, culty stuff, like things about other religions or whatever, which, you know, I think they're all cults, but like cleverly got, got into that shit. And, um, I don't know if I looked a little too long on like a Mormon story or what have you. I'm not sure what I watched a little too long that had to do with the Mormons. But suddenly, I know more about sister wives than I feel comfortable even talk telling to you all. Like, I don't want to be having this conversation. But here's the thing. And I'm not, look, the algorithm got me. Because I am watching those videos in their entirety when I get them. Because I'm like, how, but, but, but mostly I approach it like, how has this been? How are we as a society saying that drag queens are what is corrupting young kids when this has been on television for seasons long enough that we've seen, apparently have seen those children grow up. What? But I'm watching them. I'm watching them. And so I, so the algorithm got me, God damn it. The algorithm, ooh, it got me. Because I don't want to see that shit. I mean, I do. I do want to see that shit because I'm always like those women, like, are they friends? Are they not friends? They don't seem like friends. This plural marriage, it's, I, it does not seem like a good uh, uh, show that, that, that like puts plural marriage in a positive light. This man, I don't even know. This man is broken. This man has, this man, this, this man. I don't even know what to say about this man. He is a weird man. This is how I know that heterosexuals are not like, you know, I always just want to look at straight women and be like, you deserve so much better. Like in any, in any sense, like, like the amount of times that you all feel endangered and whatnot by straight men. And that is literally who you're supposed to be shacking up with. So you could procreate like how fucked up is that? Like you, like you, you skate the world. Are you like, walk through the world terrified that at any given moment if you say something wrong to the wrong man that that is going to end up badly that is a really rough way to approach your life but then you got the sister wives then you got the sister wives who like literally there's multiple girls multiple women who fucking shacked up with this one fucking like buff Mormon 
they'll make a TV show about anything. They will make a TV show about any goddamn thing. Any goddamn thing they're going to make a TV show about. I'm going to tell you, we have to stop watching. Uh, we're going to have to stop watching. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So I have some friends who are still, unfortunately, on the Facebook. And I've recently realized that I think I'm a hop, skip, and a jump from being off the whole Instagram. You know, because at this point, we have Tony Soto Productions on Instagram, which is basically everything that I do drag at um, any show I'm going to host, any whatever, whatever, what have you. But I don't really run that. So, like, I could blissfully leave. But I can't with a friend. And I was like, I was like, let me look at your Facebook. I was like, I want to see what the Facebook looks like these days. I'm going to tell you, y'all, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. Y'all need to get off the Facebook. And if it is just for the market, then let's make Craigslist a thing again, all right? Let's bring Craigslist back. Let's bring back its potential. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, the Facebook is not cute. It literally looks, looks like a bad neighborhood. You get on that Facebook and you feel like you are getting into the tenderloin or whatnot. Like you're you're nervous. You're like, who's gonna sell me something that's broken? Who's gonna try to sell me something that's broken? Uh, who's gonna who's gonna say something racist? Who you know who's gonna who's gonna, who's gonna call me a faggot? Like that's how you feel on the Facebook. Y'all gotta get off of it. Um, all right. Well, listen. Before I go to break, if I hear the words atmospheric and river together again in my life i'm gonna lose it i this is this is the thing about moving to california i've been here eight years and you know i i know that we have been in a drought for this whole time that i've been here and that this was an exceptionally large amount of rain and we learn new words we learn new words when like weather happens and whatnot so atmospheric river is the word that we or the ar if you will if you're nasty is the new word and i don't want to hear it again thank you for all the rain can we be done with it now um all right let me take a quick break y'all um uh i'll be right back Tony Soto Show. all right i am back um everyone wonders what do you do on the break i i pack a fresh bowl uh before we get into what i want to chat about today um i just want to give myself a little pat on the back because um you know i don't make any secret that like one of the things i get most nostalgic for when it comes to the hometown that i was reared in is the mexican food i know i know i know the mexican food is what what I truly, why I go and want to go back uh, because I want to eat food that either my Thea makes or my cousin makes. You know what I mean? And uh, recently I was back. And I don't know if I talked about this, but I was back. And uh, um, I ate the beans and then, she, then my cousin sent me home with some beans. And I was like, fuck, these beans are delicious. I have successfully now, I have successfully made, I decided, you know what, girl, go and make the beans. I've made the beans. That's all I'm saying. I'm officially, I'm officially a Mexican boy. I'm a Mexican boy. I'm a Mexican boy because I made refried beans. 
Um, now I need to do is learn uh, rice, and then I'm in. Then I'm in. You know, truthfully, I'm going to tell you, I don't know why I don't know how to cook more Mexican food. I should know how to make every Mexican dish there fucking is. I should. I should know all of them. When I had a reason why, but I forgot it because I got really hot. Anyway, there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to make Mexican food. But I feel like, you know, you can't just make it for like Mexican food is not something you could just make for yourself. You know what I mean? Because at this point, I've made a successful pot of refried beans. And now I just have a lot of fucking beans. But. Oh, here's the one thing. Like, I want to know how to make certain foods, but here's the things that I will not make. And that is like tamales. I'm never going to help. I remember the one time I helped my my aunt, uh, help my aunt make tamales. And I'm going to tell you, I did, I did the maze. All right. I worked that maze. I worked it. I worked it for maybe seven minutes. And then I was, I seized up. I was like, oh, I'm not in the best health. You know, oh, it was years ago. So, you know, I was still doing cocaine and drugs like crazy. So I was like, and I don't even know I was there trying to act like I wanted to be involved in that situation. I just like to eat the tamales. Truthfully, I like to just show up and then be ready. Um, and I learned that. But I can make some fucking beans. I can make some rice. I should know how to make some, you know, carnitas. I should know how to make things. Anyway, that is not what I was going to talk about today. <laughs> um, I, I just had a real moment of, did we want, did we want this? Did we ask for this? Is this something well, that we want? And, um, you know, I watched the drag race. I mentioned that I watched the drag race, but I didn't really talk about, I don't think I really talked about um, during the drag race, there was a lot of commercials trying to tell me that I wanted to watch something called The Real Friends of WeHo. <sighs> Which, you know, you don't get me. You, this, is the, this is how I know that that show and the game show uh, itself is not for homosexual people. Because did we want them? I don't remember asking for this. I, I remember, I, I, don't I go to WeHo now and like and like when I go to WeHo I'm there's I'm just like oh I'm so glad I don't live here or know about the folks who live here I feel like I say that every time I'm there oh I'm so glad I get to go back to where I'm at no shade to WeHo but here's the thing this is this show, this the real friends and WeHo and this is what they want you to do it this is what this is what the show is it is a group of friends consisting of influential and successful LGBTQ plus celebrities, personalities, and entrepreneurs live, love, and pursue their passions in the West Hollywood community. Who are these people? Who are these people? Now look, I do not boast that I am a member of the West Hollywood community. I am not. I know a lot of West Hollywood folks who I follow on the social means. Who are these people? 
The only one that I know of is Todrick, you know, because everyone knows about Todrick. She a mess. So here's here's the cast, y'all. We have this guy named Brad Goreski. Now he's apparently a judge on Drag Race Canada. So 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 people like to watch him for some reason. She's very gay. She's very gay. She was also on Fashion Police, I believe. I did a little deep dive. I did some research. You know, then we have Todrick, who is an entertainer. And she's going to obviously be the gossip. She's the guy or because she's, she's, you know, I watched the, the small and the large trailers and she's like, I'm not, I don't shy from a scandal or some shit. And it's like, which one girl, which one? The one, the one where you lied about buying a house or the one where you lie about paying your dancers allegedly. I don't know. Which ones are they, Miss Hall? Which ones, Miss Hall? Let us know. This, that, first of all, look, I don't want to talk ill about a lot of people, but I feel like that bitch is trying to be the gay Kanye. All right. She's, she's on thin ice. I don't know. I don't know. Allegedly. I don't know. 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 I'm just saying, who cares? I'm just saying, who cares? Who's care? Who cares? Then we have uh, Curtis Hamilton, which, which is, was, was born in Italy, but raised in Paducah. Paducah, Kentucky. Shout out to uh, Colby Holt, good friend who grew up in Paducah, Kentucky. I drove through Paducah, Kentucky on my way to Illinois during Christmas. Shout out to Paducah, anyone I know from Paducah. Who doesn't love to say Paducah? Now, but this one, now this person this is an actor who portrayed Dr. Dre in uh, Surviving Compton. And I don't think that she's, I don't, I think she's newly out or something. I, I feel like she's newly getting into her gayness. So I don't know. This is, this is, listen, this is all things that I have seen after I watched the short and the long trailer. And then I did Google all of them and did a brief little reading about them. But do we care? I don't care. I don't care about Curtis Hamilton. I don't know you. I mean, great job in that movie. Did not know, did not realize, did not put that together. Awesome. Uh, Dorian Renaud, who is a CEO of a skincare company called Butter Something, Butter Face. I don't know, Butter, Butter, Butter Cream. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. But all I'm saying is the side work that I watched on that person, I feel like she's coming into her gay because I watched a lot of clips where they did the Breakfast Club, I think it's called, and... I think, I think she's going to let her gay hair down now. I don't know. I don't care. Do we care? Do we even fucking care? But I think that that one's not going to like Tondrick. I don't. This is the thing. Why do you want to take up the time to get us to understand who James Vaughn is? We don't like, like he's married to the mean girls guy. That's his connection. We see her around. Oh, does she, does she frequent West Hollywood? I'm just asking. Joey Zazig, who you're an Instagram person with sass. Who isn't? Why do we care about this? MTV, MTV wants up close and personal glimpses into these people's lives as they perform in front of crowds of thousands, make high stake business deals. Do we need to know that? 
I, I where celebrate important life milestones like what being able to afford to pay your dancers or actually pay your rent allegedly i don't know do we care we're gonna walk them watch them work the red carpet and reveal their most intimate truths to family and friends i don't care stop it now listen Truth be told, I give this three episodes before they realize that they made a huge mistake and that nobody cares about these non-friends. I don't know these people. Granted, I'm new, but I feel like so are they. You know what I mean? I feel like these are Beverly Hills folk. I feel like these are people who are like, yeah, they come into WeHo to go to the Abbey or to go to chapel get their phone stolen and have a very strong fucking vodka soda. Don't leave your drinks unattended every, anywhere you drink. You should always have that drink in your hand. Always. But we don't care about this. Truthfully though, truthfully though, I'm both mad and happy. I'm both mad and happy. Here's the thing. I'm mad. I'm mad. Because they're going to try to make this show exist. I'm mad that that's a thing. Because here's the thing. I feel like there are interesting West Hollywood personalities that do hang out. And that could create commercial value if you gave them a shot. But who are these fucking people? We don't need to make this a thing. We didn't ask for it. And if this is what the straight people want, well, good. I hope that plenty of people are watching. But here's why I'm happy. Because this does piss off the RuPaul fandom. And those toxic people deserve to be let down on occasion. Because they're making Drag Race only an hour long and 40 minutes with commercials. I don't know how many times I've heard that now. 40 minutes with commercials. Okay, all right. But they're cutting it down so that way they can like then play this, the real friends of WeHo immediately after. Do you think we're going to stick around for that? Do you think that people who are going to go to the bar bars are going to be like, okay, let's watch that now? I would be appalled if any bars are playing that directly after. No one's doing that. But there's a petition, apparently, because, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race fans uh, have a lot of time. Um, and they are like, we want to petition that um, that uh, the show be fucking... <laughs> canceled so that way we can have our two-hour drag race <laughs> and good for them and good for them you know jesus the voice the, the thing you could just do to make this worse is bring james corden in for some reason like come on what well, no one wanted this i i i and i and look i don't want to yuck anyone's yum but please tell me if you like this idea or you are interested in this idea, go to the TonySotoShow.com and tell me, hit the ask button and let me know if this is something and why you are interested in any of these homosexual people, homosexual, queer, whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck. Tell me why, because I'm going to tell you, they released a teaser that I was like, meh. 
And then they let, uh, they released an extended version. And I'm just like, meh, meh, meh. It's all meh. Anyway, we have come to the end of the Tony Soto show, which is not meh. You know, it makes me sad because I'm going to have to wait seven more days to see you guys again. But, you know, if you like the Tony Soto show, then why don't you go to the iTunes page and subscribe to it, rate the show, leave a comment. It helps. Uh, email me at the Tony Soto show.com. Hit that ask button. Everything comes to me. Ask me a question, whatever, who knows. Um, uh, and I am the Tony Soto show on Instagram and TikTok. And Tony Soto, the Tony, wait, Tony Soto Productions, also on Instagram, which is where you will find all my drag stuff. Look, I'm still figuring it out. There's a lot going on, a lot going on. Um, but oh, and also tune into uh, the Gay Power Half Hour every week, where what I do with my good Judy Casey Lie, and don't forget Battle Babies every Wednesday at Stash at 10 p.m six drag baby performers battle it out so great show if you're in west hollywood speaking of west hollywood if you're in west hollywood come to stash on wednesdays and see me 10 p.m all right i'm gonna go <laughs> bye